0: It's time to meet up and catch up at the weekend water cooler. Now, here's your host, Jean Bolduck. Okay, welcome, welcome to the really surprising weekend water cooler. Um, um, with me, Gene Bolduck, your host, and uh, and of course Penny Rich. We we have an action packed show this week. I I have to say I have I have uh, two lists. of of things to talk to you about and and the cat is even coming in now the cats here that we're ready to go. the cat for a little while but he's got a few he has he has thoughts all right so um so let's kick it off with the uh hot topic of the week at least i think so (laughs) uh, which is the release of a book called enough Mm -hmm. which i think a lot of us felt in january of 2017 but uh cassidy hutchinson uh, the former executive assistant overstated as chief of staff to the chief of staff but she's the executive assistant mm-hmm. to Mark Meadows in the White House wrote this wrote this book which is which is a book form of her January 6 testimony right but it's more too it's it's more it's also her personal journey to this situation I'm sure you all are enjoying my cat oh, I am. <laughs> yowing at the garage door is never going to get his way to go down there. But anyway, I apologize for that. Um, Penny, you know, I, I here's something I have to say before you say what you're going to. Before I go. Okay. Yeah. Which is if you're, if you don't admire anything at all about Cassidy Hutchinson, she certainly has the stamina to do a lot of media with her book launch you know, at one point, I think it was Monday night, no, Tuesday night, I went to bed watching an inner an hour long interview with her, turned yep. off the TV, went to sleep, woke up, turned on the TV, and there she was still on another show. That's right. How old is she? <laughs> and she has being? done How- like two or three since then. I wow, that I'm telling you How right now, is that's she- a grind. He's-
1: Twenty three, twenty four, how old is she?
0: How old is she now? Now she's 26.
1: Oh, she's 26. Okay, but when <laughs> she
0: was doing all this, she was about 23 and 24. Right.
1: So she's still she's still at that age where she can um do it an interview. Well, that's at, true. Yeah, she's night she's and then the, turn around and record. up all night in uh-huh. the
0: dormitory just past that stage. So I guess right. it's not right as big a thing. But I didn't notice any bags under her eyes or anything yeah. like that.
1: That's, so I you know I I watched the one, the uh, Rachel Maddow interview. I'm not sure if that was the first one yeah, you called. Yeah, that was the
0: first one
1: yeah 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 and and um i i know that jean and i are going to disagree on this but um i think she is an impressive young lady and i think that she will pull herself out of this because not because of the book but but just because she's smart um yeah. i i felt her response to almost all of rachel maddow's questions um felt coached It felt as though someone was constantly telling her, okay, remember to start each of your replies to, in my opinion. And so she, sometimes she- Well, that's a good point. Yeah. Sometimes she would start talking and she would say something and then she would catch herself, like she would stop and she would say, in my opinion. So, and maybe- Maybe I'm being a little bit too harsh because. Oh, so that means she
0: has a good lawyer. I thought I,
1: I noticed. A good lawyer, too. good lawyer, but also public speaking is not always natural, right? You and I can gab right. all day long, and people people uh, send us emails God the next us, day. Yeah, but, yeah like, they like they send us emails <laughs> the next day. They're like, I love your conversations, and it's true because we do enjoy the gift of gab, and we we have both been public speakers before, right? And so it's it it comes naturally. I felt as though she, um, she replied to the questions, but she was very sort of like stiff and not, it didn't come natural. Now, maybe later on in some of her interviews that you might've seen, it, it flowed a little bit better, but she just didn't seem to be very comfortable. Um, well, at the time I, 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 you know, I,
0: you're going to, maybe you're going to be shocked by this. Yeah. I completely agree with that insight. Oh, Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. I I noticed in the Rachel Maddow interview um, that she seemed uncomfortable is exactly the word I would use. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um,
0: I felt that she was nervous. Um, I thought that that's justified, and I'm thinking that from her background that she's a Republican. She's right. working in a Republican White House. She's probably been listening constantly to um, uh, to a message that describes that MSNBC and Rachel specifically, that that, that's the enemy, uh, the enemy of their agenda. This is actually going to lead into a lot of what I wanted to talk to you about tonight, which is that um, the the pitched sense of conflict in the political arena is is so conspicuous. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that it manifested itself in Cassidy Hutchinson the only thing is I don't think that the, the 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 sense of making the opposition the enemy I think that didn't take with her yeah. I think that she I think that she's too smart for that to work frankly you know if she was dare I say it a little bit dumber a little bit more easily influenced. I think that she's been through an experience and has come out the other side with a really valuable piece of um, education about the people she was working with, and coming to realize that the atmosphere that she was working in, and especially the very disappointing Mark oh. Meadows as a boss. Oh. I mean, listen, um, I think I I'd like to think I would have run out of there with my hair on fire screaming well Uh, before she did but um but but you know she came to that job uh to your point about public speaking she she worked in legislative affairs and then came to that job because she knew mark meadows
1: that's right bless her heart
0: bless her bless her dopey little heart In this regard, in the political regard, she just thought he was wonderful. And so when he got this job, uh, she said that ideologically that she was more moderate a Republican than he is, but that this was beneficial in their relationship because they could talk through some stuff. And maybe sometimes he convinced her, maybe sometimes the other way around. Um, it's it's a good idea to have some differences with your boss so that you Absolutely. can have a little push push me pull you with them. No question um, about that. But she so she came to the White House because Mark Meadows came to the White House. And he right. was not Donald Trump's first chief of staff or his second, second third, or, 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 or fourth. Like, I believe the number is six. It's 5 or six. 6.
1: Yeah, yeah, I and think you know. it was I think that's the, right. Yeah. So
0: here's the, the 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 politics quiz. Can you name every person Oh. Chief of Staff. Let's see if I can get them all while you're looking them up. <laughs> you I, knew I was right. going right there. You see where my I, eyes I know. Are it. Going. I'm going to say reince Priebus. Well, John Kelly. Oh, now there's just going to be a long okay. lag of silence. To...
1: Yeah. Um, so previous
0: was the first one, you're
1: right. Okay.
0: So it's Priebus, and then come on, I can see his face. The second one was Kelly. The second one was Kelly.
1: John Francis Kelly was the second chief of staff. Okay. All right. Let's see who was who came after that. Goodness, go ahead. You got to keep talking while I'm searching. Come on, this is how this works. But um, Mulvaney.
0: Mulvaney, Mick Mulvaney. That's who it was. Mm-hmm. A former member of Congress. Right. Um, and and probably after was it after him that. Meadows came in I think that's when Meadows came in yeah yeah anyway yeah. she so he probably had one for each year that he was president right so she came in with him she followed him to this job and and she points out and I believe her that she was not a a person who was in the cult I'll put it that way she didn't but I would she wasn't a, a Trumpy, a cult-like follower of Trump who was just lucky enough to get this job. She came in with Meadows and found herself there at the end of the administration when all of this came unglued. That's right. And she, like many people who were there, although because of a COVID outbreak, a lot of people just weren't working in the office. And I'm sure they were very happy not to be.
1: When all yeah. of these
0: meltdowns were happening, and all of these, you know, incidents—this, uh, this—the uh, the, the famous six-hour meeting, um, where it was the My Pillow guy and the Oh my goodness, dot com that... guy and Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell—and they're in there screaming and it's talking true. about martial law and, but... and and things were really out of control. They were right. just getting completely out of control. She's watching that happen in front of her. And she's like, what the hell is this? You know, how do you know what to do with that?
1: Who would know? And 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 think about it, though. She was an assistant to the chief of staff. So whoa, at, at some point she had to think about well, what is my position here? What where what right. am I doing? Right. Yeah. And I, I do applaud her for um taking a, amazing notes and she probably yeah. went home every night and wrote in her journal and said, Oh my you know God. that's right. You what know what am I doing? Because you can't you can't remember all the stuff verbatim like she did. <laughs> however, right. however and, and I'm and I'm not picking on her. Look, I had I know I'm, this is gonna sound really corny, but I have friends who are Republicans, you know, and we use that line a lot. And but it but it's very, very true. I mean I have a very dear friend who's Still remains a Republican, which I, it's. I just can't stand it. And I'm going to admit something. My dad was a Republican. He would. This is not his Republican Party. He passed away a long time ago. Um, he would not be a Republican today. But I just had a hard time listening to her after a while. And I, I'm right. not saying I'm not. I'm not going to buy her book. I'm not going to read her book. I think there's going to be plenty of. You know excerpts all over the place that, that we'll be able to read, um, and I know that's why she's going on tour, right, to sell her book. Of because, course, you know that's of part of it. Yeah. Um, and I, and I do applaud her for standing up to Donald Trump. I mean, we who did we have that did that before that you know got canned, right? That didn't win their primaries, right? This is so. I applaud her for that. On the other end, I I feel as though you know, she is not her own person yet. And it could be because of her age. I'm not I'm not picking on that. That's perfectly fine. But it doesn't feel like she is speaking from her heart. She's speaking from her memory and speaking from what she experienced. But I you know she was deep down thinking um she wouldn't tell people to vote for Chris Christie. And that's what she did in a recent interview. I mean, you know, this is a man that shut down the the New Jersey shoreline on the, on July 4th. Well, there, and
0: there, are there are not, you know, seven uh, giants of, uh, of uh, seven profiles of courage on the stage last night. Oh goodness. Did you, We're going to come back and talk I'm about you, that. I
1: that I could, seven I'm dwarfs sorry,
0: missing you... Snow White, really.
1: I, that's yeah, so I, I, I can't watch that anymore because number one, it's, to me, it's, it's like a, a, challenging my brain for like trying to trying to figure out who to listen to um especially last night i mean they were all like yelling at each oh, other you constantly. can't
0: you can't listen to it well you know we're gonna we're gonna take our first break and then okay. we're gonna come back and talk Let's some more it. about that because yeah you know i think i figured some stuff out about that oh goodness of course you know you, you know i think i figured it out of course you did <clears throat> i may have cracked the code on what's mm-hmm. going on here uh we'll we'll find out soon enough we're talking to penny rich about you know everything <laughs> and uh, you're listening to The Weekend Water Cooler on 97.9 The Hill. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back with Penny Rich. We have, we have ended our segment that happened during the break. This happens yeah. to us all the time. All the time. You know. this, happens, this is the story of my life on this show, is that the really good stuff is during the commercial break. Um, we're just talking about Cassidy, and you know, should she have said this and should she have said that? She's. Let's just go back over this ground once. Yeah, again. Let's, that's okay. Since, that's our, since our kids are older than her, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, she's a kid. She she's she is a kid. She is remarkably poised. She yeah. is even for someone who's is nervous, and she has every right to be nervous. By the way, uh, doing national television live television interviews not like the weekend water cooler where where we can cut out all the goofy stuff um and, you know that's that's tough the first time the first couple of times is. you do it, it i is. think yeah i think not so, that i would know and uh so i i give her that's a little fun. bit of a pass on on you know how all that seems um i i think that what she did is a remarkable thing but by the way is what you what you coach women to do, if they're in a in a sexual harassment situation at work, you tell them you go home at night, you write up your notes, and you keep contemporaneous notes. And it was very obvious from her yeah. testimony, oh, it was her depositions and her live testimony that she kept very good notes.
1: Yes. She was a good yeah. student. She'd absolutely, I agree. Right. I, I think she, right. I think that she learned that from wherever high school or college she was in. Because right. let's face it, she went from right from college into this White and, House. And job by the
0: way, in her was, mind, you know, into public yeah. service. That's right. right. And That's right. So when they, mm. when they're asking her, like, so are you going to vote for Biden in the next election? We were just, this is what we were talking about during the commercial. Just, right. so you know. Um, What should her answer be? Her answer should be, we have a secret ballot and that's none of your business. That's right. I don't know who I'm going to vote for. I'm a Republican. I don't know who's going to get the nomination, even though the mainstream media is very convinced that this is just a runaway train and it's absolutely going to have a great big golden T on the side. No, it's going to be and it is. Donald Trump's to win or lose. This is based almost completely on national polls, which are worthless. He's way behind in New Hampshire, in New Hampshire polls. Don't show him having a good chance to win there at all. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's going to do well in South Carolina either.
1: Yeah. So let's go back to, you know, someone asking her who she who would she vote for? You know, that's not what she's there for. She is actually there to tell you about her. That's right. She's there. I don't think anybody should answer that question. Yeah. Don't answer that question. I mean, you know, even now when people like we're in the midst of um, silly season here in Orange County with lots of um, elections. Um, up right now. And so, you know, when people say who you're going to vote for, and I'm like, I, you know, I can, I'm happy to send you links to uh, people who I think that are interesting, but I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. You have to do your own work, right? You have to do your homework and you have to figure that out. In her case, though, she's on, you know, Nash, she's on national TV. I just don't know that that's a question that she should
0: have. Well, they shouldn't ask, you know, I totally agree with that. They shouldn't ask her the question. Oh, and if no. they do ask her the question, she should have been prepared enough. Well, the coach didn't tell her. let me get back to the coach, that, to to the coach again. Not right? Answer that. That's yeah.
1: right, because she has a good coach. But the coach forgot to tell her if that question comes up. You know, you just want to like you know, explain. Well, that okay.
0: Here's the other side of that argument. Okay, let's. Okay, do it. is that she has a good coach? Well, yeah. that's true. And let's just take as an operating assumption. That this is an attorney who is her who we're calling I would her imagine coach. that's true. Yes. Attorneys can be really, really smart about media training for their clients. Okay. So it's not a put down to suggest that a that a no that no. an attorney who is a good attorney um, is also good at uh, helping you to put on your best face for television interviews. But I will say this too, her attorney's job. Is to make sure, because I don't think she committed a crime, but boy, howdy, she was standing right next to a guy who did. Mm -hmm. And that's jeopardy. That's Mm -hmm. trouble. That's right. And, you know, until all of that is litigated, she would be completely justified in saying, oh, yeah, I wrote a book. Um, Oh, yeah, the book is going to come out, but I ain't doing any interviews. No, no, no. Not until everything is litigated and nothing's litigated on me. And if I have to make appearances before juries, I don't want to make it look like I'm trying to swing the jury. You know, that's a real risk. Yeah. If you come across that way. And that may be one of the reasons that some of her statements are tempered in this way. Now, when she talks about family members who have frankly not been with her in her journey, including her father, a Trump supporter, and told her that, no, no, she should not get her own attorney. She should darn well be grateful for the one that Donald Trump was going to provide her. That Mm -hmm. attorney, by the way, was telling her to commit perjury. That's right. You tell someone as an attorney, when you tell someone what you need to do is you need to be forgetful about that. I can't recall. I don't recall. I don't recall. No. That isn't allowed. When in fact you do recall. Yeah. And if the, if the judge finds out that in fact it, it seems Penny that you just talked about this last weekend on the radio, you seem to recall it just fine, but now you're 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 blanking out. Um, uh, that's perjury because. Yeah. Your, your statement that you don't recall is false. It's knowingly false about a material fact. You know, if you get a detail wrong, we were talking too about how memories can be faulty. If you get a detail wrong and you say, I was at the corner of 4th and Elm, it turns out you were at the corner of 4th and Oak Street. That's an honest mistake. And it's probably one that your brain is just committed to memory and you keep remembering it the same way that's a good faith mistake but if you know perfectly well exactly where it is mm-hmm. say, I don't recall then that's perjury and a lawyer who tells you to do that is suborning perjury and should lose his law license right no
1: that's true and that. apparently it was it, she wasn't the only one that was um told right. of course not. right no I don't recall I mean
0: there's I, I mean there's uh, lots of dementia lots of Alzheimer's and people who can call
1: but take the fifth. Don't don't say I don't recall.
0: I mean, and, you know, So th-
1: it goes back to like our original um, conversation about she's not dumb. She is a smart woman. Right. Right? right. And in her short time of being in politics, she she understood the game early on. Right. Right. I just I yeah, I mean, you me, don't land
0: in that job because you're a nitwit. It, well, exactly.
1: Exactly. So she she knows. And, you know, you're right. She thought she was doing a public ser- service and, um, well, you she know, was. I mean, you know, it's exciting to be in the White House every day. It's exciting to be part of that. Yeah. Uh, until it until it's not until well, it's it, you, you know what
0: um, uh, the shocking thing to me is that I think that she's a person who's a a fairly high caliber brain at work. I was surprised that the Trump administration managed to locate a young person with so such a brain in her head who was smart. Because okay, that's, I mean, yeah, honestly, they're, yeah, you know, they're, they're a, a my pillow is, guy. Yeah, I get yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know who? By the way, uh, just uh, before we go to our next break, which is here already, the my pillow guy filed for bankruptcy in the of last. Of course week, he
1: did. Since we I don't. mean. I've got so many jokes about my pillow guy, but I think I'll hold them for another time. Oh, my (laughs) God.
0: Well, Seriously? they're I mean, probably just fluffy jokes that...
1: They are. They're like fluffy yeah, and downy just, and all that just, fine just stuff. Down up.
0: jokes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take that lead and uh, mm-hmm. we're going to take another quick moment and uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're, we're talking to Penny Rich and and now we're going to get into the really good stuff after this. So I, I can't wait. You're listening to uh, Weekend Water Cooler on 97.9 The Hill. okay're we we're back with penny rich and and you know we're just oh, talking sorry, about Jean. elections and i i'm I'm trying to be cute about this but but here's my complaint
1: mm-hmm. um, so is,
0: I think everybody on my street should vote for Adam searing and and you know <laughs> apparently his campaign thinks that because there are signs at the base of my street the Tell problem about where is, you live though
1: yes exactly yeah the
0: problem is I live right near camp New hope right we can't Which? vote for Adam searing That would be voter fraud. That would be election fraud if we voted for him. Right. So really. Don't do that. Adam Searing, you need to come out to the Orange County area along 86 near Camp New Hope and New Hope Market and where Allen's Barbecue used to be. And you really need to collect up those signs because it looks a lot like you think somebody in my neighborhood can vote for you. And we really can't.
1: That's right. Well, let's talk a little bit about that, Gene, because we we were just briefly doing a little bit of that during the break. Um and, and I, I'm a true believer that we should all be voting on even years. When the municipalities right. have their elections on the odd years, you get such a turn down. There's not it's not a true
0: Yeah, you got about it, nine people deciding who's gonna be on the city council. Because right.
1: Because you don't know, and, and, you know, the concern was that the ballots were going to be too long and they're going to have, you know, the Senate and this and they're going to have federal elections and they're going to have right. state elections and that's then they're right. going to have local elections. Well, that's good because everybody's paying attention. Then. That's
0: right. All at once. How about right? that? all
1: at once? And I, I think it's a fabulous idea. I, I don't know why. We do what we do because, you know, Gene and I were just talking, right? Gene, you, you don't have anything to vote for this November, do you?
0: I don't have. I I have nothing. There is no election right. for me. Right. And the cat can't
1: vote either, even though the cat would like to vote. Although he has thoughts. He does have thoughts. He but does this, have is, thoughts. this is a concern. When we, when we were all talking about um, you know, Chapel Hill and Carborough and Hillsborough elections and, you know, the, the uh, Chapel Hill Carborough school board. Uh, is also uh, election season. Right, the Orange County residents, if they don't live in Hillsborough, they're like saying, "What? Like, what are you talking about?" Yeah, right. So right. Why are we not? Why are we not doing this now?
0: I, I'm not sure. Well, okay. because I, I, you know, why is that? I, I don't know what the reason is, but I do know the result. Yeah, is that this suppresses numbers and. This is exactly what I wanted to talk about about the 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 thing about the uh, GOP debate this week. Um you know folks, I try to watch these things so you don't have to. And <laughs> I mean I good. couldn't I couldn't do it. <clears throat> it was there was no value to me in watching it because okay. if I want to watch people are uh, getting all together and they're just talking simultaneously so that neither of the not not one cannot hear what the other is saying because they're talking if you're talking you're not listening Mm -hmm. um if i want to do that for two hours i'll just get my family on a zoom call I, i don't need to put that on television um squabbles like that are why we have thanksgiving every year right right so um but, You know, I, I think I'm on to the game. I think I've cracked the code, which is okay, do tell. Turning it off is exactly what they want, it's ex- it is for sure what mm-hmm. Trump wants. I can tell you, uh, disengagement, distrust of the system, and uh, and and just not caring about politics at all, and any. Um, norms of civility, of cooperative discussions of you get your say, I get mine. Um, And then we'll see where we have common ground and what we'll find out what we can agree on. You know, you and I started this program thinking that we probably didn't agree on many things about Cassidy Hutchinson. But I think that now that we talked through a lot of it, I think we agree on more than we disagree about.
1: And that's true. That's true. Yeah, I, I, that's yeah.
0: what politics does. Right,
1: right. But that's what it did do. I'm not that's sure what it, that we're... No, that's what it's uh, supposed let
0: me disagree to with do. you about that even uh-huh. still. That's what it does. That's what it does in the primary process, uh, which we have on many levels of government. Um, it's uh, it's it's people going forward and making their argument and saying, me instead of penny, Right. right. And this is one of the reasons, Penny, that you and I have advocated that at these positions, these mayoral seats, they need to be contested. You, you always, need always. Two candidates. You got to two candidates.
1: There is no question about it. And, and, and I just want to make it clear. It's not that I'm against the candidates that are running. Right. I think that's perfectly fine that they're running and they're putting themselves out there. They want to be public servants, I think that's great. Yes. It's the fact that they don't have competition because now, even though they say they're knocking on doors or they're doing this or they're doing that, they don't there's 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 not that um the oh,
0: competitive I don't know. energy is completely that energy, out of the-
1: exactly. Part. That energy is not there. Right. Because they they just can sit back and watch everybody go crazy. Right, because and, we, and
0: we lose when that happens. We lose. We, and, we lose. And so what the GOP, writ large, this is not just Trump, but the GOP, all of it, <clears throat> including Cassidy Hutchinson, right. um, all of it, what they're trying to do is extract politics out of this process. Why? On the presidential level, they have lost seven out of eight of the last popular vote counts. No. Seven out of eight. Crazy. You have to you go you go all the way back to George H.W. Bush and then from H. W. Bush backward, with rare exception, the popular vote. Went to the president, went to the person who won the electoral college. Right. Right. um But it, and now there's a cat fight in here, by the way. All oh, I that's always, that's always about the well, because
1: election. we're talking about election, right? Yeah, and right. there's not, I know it, right? So, well, you, you said competitive spirit. So, I mean, right. that's what has to happen. I did yeah.
0: they took it way too serious. You know, I think they're too seriously, pretty yeah. literally. Yeah. um But yeah, they, uh, so so what that's what they want they're they're not going to win the popular vote the GOP they've uh, for,
1: for a very long time
0: and Trump has Trump absolutely cracked that code in 2016 he knew right. that right he had no chance of winning it in 2020 he did nothing to expand his base and to reach out to the to the uh moderate Republicans even uh you know moderate you know independent voters he did, didn't lift a finger to try to get any of them in 2020 you know he coined they they were they were reserving websites and stuff for the term stop the steal in like the spring of 2020 this right. was, this was all a plan about claiming that there's fraud and claiming that it was stolen and all that that's their that's the strategy—that's mm-hmm. what they're trying to accomplish. Voter mm-hmm. suppression laws. Can we talk about that for two seconds? Oh my goodness! You know, oh my Where, goodness how many of those got passed? Yeah. And well, I mean, facilitated the nonsense that's going on in the general assembly. Well, the gen- our
1: general assembly. Let's but we—that's a whole nother show, Gene. We 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 can't even talk about that today. But, but that's
0: upset about that.
1: Right, well, let me tell you, that's why they're fighting. We we have. Um, we have some good people fighting against these voter suppression laws, but they're just think about how much money is being spent to fight this nonsense. Uh, I mean, and and what, what good it can do for America. We've gotten off course. We're not thinking about our residents in America anymore. We're not thinking about our residents in North Carolina anymore. We're thinking about power and who holds power. And what we keep, what can we do to hold that power? And, and that in never the GOP,
0: it's another. a it's a, b- it's a, a bad thing to be concerning yourself with freedom-seeking people who are that's, not in the United that's, States.
1: Not, uh, and, that's and, crazy. You know that's the crazy. GOP. What what does the GOP in North Carolina stand for anymore? Nothing. And you, you could say you could think about it in the bigger picture of America, but because we live in North Carolina and what's going on with this recent budget that was passed that, you know, as a state worker, it's horrific. astonishing.
0: astonishing. It's, it's,
1: it's just horrific. It and, it, you know, it, it, it makes everyone here feel like, wow, what, what, how, how do we get, how did we get here? You know? And, and like, how do we get out of here?
0: And, and it's, it, it's challenging. And fracturing the electoral process and messing with when the, when the, um, primaries are, which they did a few years ago. Yeah. That's how, that's exactly how.
1: And, you know, it's so interesting because again, I, you know, I'm a state worker now. I love my job. I love hanging out in, in the judicial system, but it is, you know, it's mind boggling to understand how we move from, um, the conversation to this, just like power take Right, because right. if you don't have the conversation, if you're not able to have that, then it's just like, I, you know, I was going to use it in a statement that I probably shouldn't use on the radio, but it, it's just like who can grab what, right? I mean, it, that's right. just right. That's really what it is. Yeah. And it is. So it, it, it that's the the latest budget in North Carolina. I mean, that is. What's going on and, and the power taken away from the governor. Yep. Now, it could come back to kick them in the butt because they're not realizing that that, that you know, the governor, the next governor could be a Democrat also. Right. So you're trying right. to steal. But you're Pretty likely, governor. I would think. Well, your next governor could also be a Republican, and you're also- Better not be
0: Mark I- Robinson, I'll tell you that. Oh, oh my goodness! You. Well, I that's, didn't mean to scare That's, that's a huge, huge problem. Quick, quick break bro. and come back while Penny oh, and I oh know, my get a hold of ourselves. <sighs> Oof! Weekend water cooler on ninety-seven nine, the hill. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back with uh, Penny for our closing uh moments here and i <laughs> i just want to say you know i did predict that carolina would you win did. By two you touchdowns did. And not only did you um, predict it you texted me yeah before the game happening. started i should point out i this that wasn't like a <laughs> halftime um and so i'm really happy for them and and i'll probably be struck by lightning for saying this but i'm happy for you know duke is 4-0 also and ESPN will be in Durham this weekend Oh boy! doing their game day show for the first time ever at Duke. Good for them. I, yeah. I you know, like we were saying the other day, Penny, it's, it's good. It's good for Durham. It's good for it's Duke. Good. It's good for Durham. It's yeah. good for the restaurants. It's good. It's just good. You know, they get all this airtime talking about Durham, talking about what a great place it is and all that. So okay, I, I'm gonna watch it. So um I I can't wait to see that. Um the um the other game in town. <laughs> uh, these guys, um is Kevin McCarthy, the, yeah. you know, the most pitiful speaker of, of the house, um, the tiniest, tiniest brain in all the land. He is dumber than a bag of rocks, I'm telling you. So he's, you know, the 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 Republicans who are really running the show in the Republican caucus, Jim Jordan and Matt Gates and the other minions. Um, you know, it's really bad when when you the the host of the weekend water cooler doesn't want to say your name on local radio in Chapel Hill. <laughs> That's how bad it is. Um, yeah. So they had their little impeachment inquiry hearing today uh as we record on thursday and uh so devoted are these people to this cause that most of the republicans on the house judiciary committee which is uh running this show and it, a show as well clown show
1: it's a clown show
0: uh, they didn't show up they didn't show up for the hearing nice so holding this hearing in which jonathan turley uh a a lawyer for whom I no longer have any respect at all. Jonathan Turley gets up and says, well, you know, he's testifying and says, well, this is an impeachment inquiry and that's fine, but it's not a, you're not voting on articles of impeachment. And that's good because you don't have evidence that rises to um, articles of impeachment. So that's your, that's their witness who said that. So anyway, so they hold this hearing that they demanded or, or, or Kevin, you know, we're going to shut down the government. We're not going to honor your deal and pass the appropriations bills. Uh, They don't show up for their own hearing today, but they did have their hearing and they got from it, whatever they think they got from it. And what's supposed to happen is that now they will make good on their, on their deal that. Now they can honor the deal that McCarthy made with Biden months ago to secure funding for the government uh, through uh, next year after the election. That's how far ahead this funding was supposed to go. You know, when Biden made the deal to avoid default, the original, so, right. people really didn't pay enough attention to this because- he wasn't just raising the debt ceiling. They made a budget deal. Mm-hmm. And this is part of what they agreed to, is to fund the government. That's right. Through next year, through the yeah. election cycle, so that this would not be an issue in the election cycle. And now, because Matt Gates wants some headlines, uh, now they're trying to blow it up. Well, we'll see. You know, McCarthy yeah. said he would agree to this. This, well, he wants his job um, too, right? He's got a big an ego. An inquiry so. that isn't right. really anything, and right. and we'll see. But but you know that's that's one more episode of Gene's uh, uh, book on how it is that in a GOP-dominated Congress, Hakeem Jeffries becomes. Man, you're still going after Hakeem. Boy, can't you can... wait to throw Kevin out.
1: Right, and put Kevin Hakim told in them
0: at a closed meeting. Uh, to bring your effing uh, petition to uh, to have the chair vacated. He's like tired of hearing the threat and made sure that it got out that he told them to to stuff it. Right. you know if you're gonna do it do it you right. know it's like who wants this job now uh, no, but you know can... we'll see what they do uh, let's put our wagers on the table. Well, I say I, there will be no shutdown.
1: I agree with you. I am t- I am totally going to agree with you. And my mother and I have this fight every day. And and she is um, an avid uh, MSNBC watcher all day long. And of course, she listens to um, uh, WCHL too. So don't I don't want anyone to be left out of this conversation. Um, but she does believe that there's going to be a shutdown. And I keep telling her this is all show. This is this is there is there's nothing that they love more than what they're doing right now. It's all
0: show, they're like and the brinksmanship is what they love.
1: It, that's true, but right. you've got to, you've got, and I tell my mom this: like the American people don't want the government to shut down. This is not a popular stance between no. anyone. No one wants the government to shut down. Right. right, So, like this whole game that they think that that they're playing, um, it, it's not making their base happy.
0: It, no, I no mean, it isn't. But I can almost guarantee you that it is certainly true that Matt Gates is raising money on it.
1: Oh, and I oh, no, they well, because look, they've got a they've got this sliver of population that still believe that, you know, what they're talking about and their, their loyalty to Donald Trump is very, very I'm sorry, I said their name, uh, <laughs> that name. But but very, very um, strong. I mean, they they still believe. I, mean, let's, I saw this interview with a woman who said that, you know, would you still vote for Donald Trump if he was, you know, indicted and convicted? Oh, well, that's not going to happen. So she couldn't answer the question because she kept thinking, right. well, no one's ever going to touch him. And, you know, in a way, she's, it's true because no one has touched him so far. But this whole idea of shutting the government down, I mean, that, that really does affect people's lives more than... It really know, this, does. About Donald Trump, it's not a popular stance, and I think the Republicans know that. Um, well, the the mainstream Republicans, if they're if we can call anyone mainstream Republican anymore, uh, this sliver of uh, a crazy,
0: the magas, we're going to call them just magas now. Oh my! Republicans, because you know the Republican Party is a legacy party that actually existed some years ago. Yeah. And there there were things about it that were bad. Let's not lie. They were bad. They they had some they had some latent racist stuff going on. Extremely racist. But they also, whether or not this was just baloney, maybe it was. I'm open to the argument. But they also had like, you know, a five-point thing that they could say. Uh, law and order. You'd never see a Republican candidate that didn't have his arm around the chief of police somewhere. Uh, they'd always support the FBI. Um, in in that regard, they were law and order. They wanted balanced budgets. They wanted to keep the government uh out of your life, prevent the government from over regulating your life. Right, but they also right up policy. until it came to your uterus, and then they right. wanted That's to get a really support. small That's government. A- Right into there. Right, that that's it. So, and that the, all of this discussion about policy was totally absent from the debate stage. They right. don't even want to talk about abortion. But what? Right, because well, it's
1: not popular, right? So they 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 did their homework and they realized, wait a second, we can't talk about this. It's not popular with women. It's because and whether there are yeah, women period, we're know. not going to go into. It, they just it,
0: want they they will take power by force
1: but right but there's where's the policy where's the understanding of how government works they just don't they, they it's eliminated from their mindset anymore well, it's gone
0: i'm it's sorry life. to leave on such a negative note but i think the answer is this uh i think that they don't care they don't care about uh how the government works because they think that they know how power works mm-hmm. and it it just Government is, um, I think that they think that government is passe. That gets in the way. And and that if you're going to have democratic government, that means you're going to have to let ordinary people decide who's running it. And that's just a no. That's a non-starter for them.
1: That's right. They
0: think that they're a privileged class of people who know what they know, primarily because they're white and privileged. And men. White and, and men. And, and that's their argument. And it, mm-hmm. and that has been their argument. For hundreds of years. For <laughs> <Are> a long, <laughs> long time. This so, is nothing new. You know, it is unsurprising, therefore, that breaking them out of that is is going to be extremely difficult. But next week, Penny, we're going to be at it again. Ooh. I, think, I, I, think,
1: I so. think so, too. Yeah, I think we will be.
0: Probably I think we will to, be. And as every really week, I thank up. you for... From meeting me at the water cooler, so that oh, yeah. we can solve these problems of the world, and this is what we do. So we'll yeah. we will we will bid adieu, a a favorite wordle start word adieu. Really, um, mm. also audio. Yeah, because so many. You gotta vowels, use some of those vowels. So yeah, many yeah, vowels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway,
1: <laughs> we just went right off, right off the cliff, right, right over
0: the edge. <laughs> okay. Anyway, listen, everyone. If you're going out this weekend. Be safe. And and if you're staying in, keep it right here on 97.9 The Hill. Follow Gene on Twitter at Gene and tweet your comments and questions with the hashtag WCHL.